Hey, I'm Josh Volk. And I'm Perry Schindelheim. So today we're going to discuss the significance we believe religion plays in America. Yeah, America was founded on the idea that everyone is able to have their own beliefs and religion. The issue is many politicians have been using religion to justify their actions. The divide when talking about freedom of religion is becoming a growing conflict in America. All sorts of different religious groups are trying to impose their beliefs on others in important areas of society that range from reproductive rights to rights regarding sexuality and gender identification. All of this stems back to ideas from when America was founded. America was created to be a haven for all different types of people, and the fact that people are using religion to limit citizens' rights is outrageous. Before we get into it, we want to explain we don't have an inherent issue regarding religion. Religion is a way to teach morals and it helps people better understand themselves and others. I mean, religion has been a part of my life. I went to Hebrew school and I dropped out, and of course my family will always have a menorah out on the table during Hanukkah. It's even more prevalent in my life. Don't forget about that time I got really sick because I was keeping kosher for Passover, and my, temp- my family even goes to temple every few weeks. Today we'll be focusing specifically on the issues we believe religion plays in government. I think a good place to start would be the issue regarding the separation of church and state. Our government has been constantly reevaluating the need for religion in schools. This has always been an issue. I believe it was 1925 when the Scopes Monkey Trial took place. This was the case where a substitute teacher was accused of violating Tennessee's Butler Act, which made it unlawful to teach human evolution in schools. But this was almost 100 years ago. We live in an area where it feels like this is so far in the past. But then there are other cases, such as the Kitzmiller v. Dover Area School District, that took place in 2005. Yeah, this case centered around the school district that now teaches the theory of evolution. But we'll provide a disclaimer at the beginning of each lesson, saying that this is not the only other theory out there. What's another theory, you may ask? The creation theory. The theory found in the Bible. You know, the one with little scientific evidence. The parents in these school districts thankfully did fight back against this policy, but were shot down because the schools claim they are not teaching the creation theory, only encouraging it. This is an unfair policy. It forces every student to listen to ideals that discredit scientific discoveries. At this point in our advancements of technology, evolution has enough evidence to be more than a theory, and denying this undermines science in general. Oh, absolutely. It's irresponsible of the court to ignore the parents' concerns. In order to have freedom of religion, the government can't support a certain religion. By allowing schools to encourage creationism, the government is saying that it is okay to force religion, specifically Christianity, on students. Exactly. The government has to work in the best interest of everyone, so no religion is a majority of the country. In this situation, only a small part of the country was affected. But important political figures like Mike Pence would like to include religion in all aspects of American society. Pence wants all school systems to have Christianity included in their curriculum. This is insane. It goes against everything our country is supposed to represent. It's terrible. Our schools should not have any religious aspects. End of sentence. They're supposed to be a place for learning something that will benefit everyone, not just a part of the student body. In my opinion, this would damage the country as a whole, and it would limit individuality. Since kids would be learning one singular religion from such a young age, it would prevent kids from exploring other options. It would give the message that Christianity is their only choice. Absolutely. Religion should not be a part of government because not everyone wants to participate in religion and it restricts basic freedoms and rights. The most disturbing part about the entire issue is that Mike Pence believes that Christianity comes before the Constitution. The fact that he was elected into office with those views blows my mind. Fully agree. Here's a quote from Pence. He so proudly posted on his Twitter account. 
I appreciate that kind introduction, but the introduction I prefer is a little bit shorter. I'm a Christian, a conservative, and a Republican in that order. Now here's a quote from the First Amendment of the U.S. Constitution. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof, essentially saying Congress doesn't have the right to establish a national religion. There are so many issues with what Mike Pence said. Being conservative, liberal, democratic, republican, or something completely different is still working in the best interest of the country. What someone believes is, for the, is the best for America is so different depending on these views. But what has been lost in recent years is parties that want the best for America. Yeah, each party wants America to flourish and be the best nation it can possibly be. The issue with what Pence stated is he is trying to put religion above the country. People can have their beliefs be based off religion, but Pence is specifically stating religion comes before what he believes is best for the country. He cares about the best interests of Christianity before he cares about the best interests of America. Pence is allowed to have his own views, but forcing those views on others is just cruel, especially when his religion is used to justify discrimination. Plus, the Constitution specifically states that the government cannot establish an official religion, so having religion in a public school would violate this amendment. Now we want to discuss how religious views in America have affected policies regarding the LGBTQ community. Every religion has its own view when it comes to homosexuality, but the groups that see this way of life as a sin have been overly aggressive toward the community. For example, states such as Georgia, North Carolina, and Mississippi have passed laws that allow priests to not perform gay weddings if they have a problem with it, and denies public protection for transgender people. Okay. Maybe in a different life, I could understand priests not performing gay weddings, but a law that denies protection to any type of person is beyond not okay. I just think that there is so little separating homosexuals and heterosexuals besides the ability to conceive a child. In my opinion, it shouldn't matter who you choose to love, and that most definitely should not be a reason to shame others. Exactly. No matter what your opinion about the LGBTQ plus community is, you cannot use that opinion to stop others from being happy. Plus, it's not like these people have anything wrong with them, and these laws just alienate them. They prove how our society has been portraying these people as outcasts. It doesn't even stop there. In Indiana, a bill was passed that will allow business owners to deny services to LGBTQ plus people based on religious objections. The people of Indiana have been using the reasoning that homosexuality is a sin, and if they are exposed to the people, they will somehow have an impact on their own sexuality to justify denying them rights. What? These laws are pushing LGBTQ people into the shadows because businesses and shops will refuse them service. This spreads the lie that these people are any different from heterosexual people and that they have something wrong with them. It isn't fair to discriminate against this community. Straight people are the ones who have made this an issue. It isn't fair to discriminate against this community. Straight people are the ones who have made this issue an issue and are prejudiced against the LGBTQ plus community. There's nothing truly wrong with homosexuality. Beyond this, the idea of homosexuality being a sin is simply a myth. The Bible never says anything about homosexuality as a part of someone's personality. All mentions of the same gender sexual relationships are negative, but because of violence, adultery, exploitation of another person, or another negative factor. Nothing is ever explicitly stated about two people of the same gender having a consensual relationship. Sexual orientation wasn't understood in biblical times. The idea of homosexuality is a sin comes from poor interpretation of these texts from modern day. Chapter 18, verse 22, and chapter 20, verse 13 
are the parts of the Bible that are used to argue against homosexuality. They read, You shall not lie with a man as with a woman is an abomination. And if a man lies with a man as with a woman, both of them have committed an abomination. They shall surely be put to death. Their blood is upon them. But these were parts of the Bible added by Israelites. It was simply added to separate themselves from Egyptians and Canaanites of the time. But that brings up another major misconception about homosexuality. Homosexuality has been prevalent throughout all of history. Don't believe us? In Egypt, between 330 BCE and 30 CE, the Egyptians didn't view their sexuality in binary terms, and male-on-male relationships were accepted under a number of circumstances. In fact, they portrayed gods as having homosexual relationships. The Isle of Lebos, a small island in the agency from 600 BCE, had a heavy focus on female-on-female relationships, with one famous poet, Sopho, writing a poem by the name Ode to Aphrodite. Also, Spartans, the people who put a focus on war and would kill their babies if they didn't believe they would grow up to be strong enough warriors, would have homosexual relationships to boost morale and gain strong emotional relationships. In fact, when men would return from wars, their wives would have to shave their heads to appear more masculine in order to remain attractive to their husbands. But what does any of this have to do with modern LGBTQ plus rights, you may ask? We want to ask you a few questions. Outside of religious beliefs, what's wrong with non-heterosexual relationships? Is anyone being physically hurt? Is someone not giving consent? Unless the answer to these is yes, why would you prevent two people from being happy together? If you normalize homosexuality, it's just two people loving each other. Lastly, our final topic of conversation will be religious views on abortion and reproductive rights. Many churches throughout America have been using their power to discredit abortion and Planned Parenthood. These groups believe that abortion, even if the mother's life is in danger, is murder. They would like all abortions to be stopped and are against birth control. Several states, including Michigan, have banned abortion unless the mother's life is in danger, while other states, such as Alabama, have banned it almost altogether. It's ridiculous. These new laws have mostly been the outcome of religious influence. Donald Trump appeals to Catholic ideals. He uses this to his advantage and has let these views become a big part of the country. When Donald Trump was elected in 2016, a large amount of his supporters voted for him because of his connections to these ideas. He does not care how these laws will impact others because they are the views that got him into power. Since Donald Trump and most of the lawmakers are male and conservative, they do not have the right perspective to make these laws. None of the laws they are creating will ever impact them while millions of women are going to have to suffer. Another example of religious interference is in Oregon. Evangelic groups have been harassing people who are customers at Planned Parenthood by showing them pictures of aborted fetuses. This isn't okay. Religious groups should not be involved in private businesses that deal with individual rights, let alone laws. They have the right to believe in whatever they want, but projecting their views onto the rest of the country strips women of their freedom. Exactly. Personally, all I know is I know nothing. As a cis male, I will never have to deal with pregnancy myself. I don't have to worry about childbirth the same way a woman would have to. The argument of pro-choice and pro-life comes down to one thing, the person who is pregnant. If a woman is pro-life, no one's requiring she gets an abortion. That should be her choice and her choice only that she wants to keep the child. But it goes both ways. If a different woman has a different set of beliefs and wants to get an abortion, it should be her choice. On an issue that has no right or wrong answer, it has to be everyone, every individual's own decision. A woman has the right to her own body, and it shouldn't be my opinion, or another man's opinion, or even another woman's opinion that defines if she's allowed the rights to her body. 
This is why the religious influence over this topic is inappropriate and will harm the country. This issue does not require the church's involvement because they have the ability to influence others. This issue does not require the church's involvement because they have the ability to influence others but should not have the power to make decisions for them. No matter how involved in the church a person is, that doesn't mean they have to follow every single aspect of the religion. They are allowed to have their own views, and by creating laws that take away a woman's freedom, they are saying their opinion is the only valid option. I completely agree. As much as the church is allowed to have their own perspective, they cannot force that perspective on others, and especially cannot be involved in laws regarding women's rights. The involvement of religion and government directly opposes the Constitution, as we stated earlier. We have an issue with religion and government. The Constitution directly states that the government supporting or creating a specific national religion is illegal. We believe that religion is not inherently bad, but needs to remain out of government. Certain people would like to project religious opinions onto the rest of the country, but this is unfair. Not everyone supports these ideals. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to our podcast. We hope you learned something, or at least got angry with us at Mike Pence.